Good morning. Today is Wednesday, February 10th, 2021, and this is your inoculation index for the week, where we break down the latest that you need to know in global, national, and Massachusetts-based COVID-19 news. This is Lexi Matthews. This week, we'll give you the latest case and vaccine counts, walk you through when exactly you can expect to get your shot, and make sure you didn't miss the most important COVID stories of the week. But first, the numbers. In the United States, COVID cases and hospitalizations have seen their biggest weekly drop since the pandemic began. American health officials report that new cases fell by 25% to 825,000 last week. Hospitalizations fell by 15% to 88,000. As of February 9th, worldwide coronavirus cases sit at 106 million, with 2.3 million recorded deaths. The United States has logged 26.7 million confirmed cases, with 460,000 recorded deaths. In Massachusetts, there have been 545,000 cases and 15,000 recorded deaths. In vaccine news, globally, 134 million vaccines have been administered across 73 countries at a rate of 4.7 doses a day. The United States has given out 43 million doses thus far, at a rate of 1.5 million daily doses. According to Bloomberg News, more Americans have now received at least one dose than have tested positive for the virus since the pandemic began. In Massachusetts, over 910,000 vaccine doses have been administered. 71% of the vaccines shipped to the state have now been put into arms, and 9.1% of the state population is now at least partially vaccinated. So, who are the Massachusetts residents who have been vaccinated, and when can you expect yours? Jenny Kornreich has the breakdown. And now, here's an explanation of exactly what vaccination phases have passed, where we are, and what's to come in the near future in Massachusetts. Phase 1 of the Massachusetts Vaccination Distribution Program has passed. It started in December and continued until the start of this month. In rank from top to lowest priority within phase one, the earliest vaccinations were made available to frontline COVID facing healthcare workers such as COVID-19 testers and vaccinators, sexual assault nurses, primary care providers, etc., assisted living facilities and other long-term care homes, people in prison, people in homeless shelters, first responders, home and group healthcare workers, and non-COVID facing healthcare workers such as dentists, athletic trainers, medical and nursing students, school nurses, etc. Massachusetts is currently in phase two of the COVID-19 vaccination rollout, which began on February 1st. Phase two, unlike the other two phases, is broken into four separate groups. Phase one includes only people over the age of 75. It is advised on the Massachusetts government distribution website that it may take several weeks to schedule an appointment and receive the first dose. Again, group one of phase two is currently being vaccinated. This is the phase that we are in right now. Group two of phase two includes people over the age of 65. In addition, the beginning of group two will mark the first time immunocompromised people will be able to get the vaccine, assuming that they do not fit into the earlier categories. Specifically, people with more than one of the specified medical conditions, including cancer, severe obesity, type two diabetes, organ transplant recipients, and notably smokers, are included in this group. Those with only one of these conditions will be able to get the COVID vaccine later in group four of phase two, which is still before group three, 
which is for the general public. Group three of phase two includes other people that are increasingly being considered frontline and essential workers. These people include early education and K-12 teachers, restaurant workers, medical supply chain staff, sanitization and public health workers, transportation staff, including Lyft, Uber, and other rideshare drivers, specific members of the bar, such as judges, prosecutors, defense attorneys, and clerks. The final group of phase two will, again, include individuals with only one comorbidity, as mentioned earlier. In total, phase two is expected to run through the end of March. Finally, phase three will include essentially everybody else, the general public. Interestingly, the Massachusetts government vaccine distribution website specifically mentions three groups able to get the vaccine within the general public, not before, but during phase three. The website mentions higher education staff, bottled beverage industry workers, and veterinarians. This phase is expected to begin at the start of April. Once your phase has passed, you are always eligible to get the vaccine. You do not have to get it within a certain window or time frame. That is, if you are able to get it, the ability does not go away with the moving on to a new phase. There are currently 135 vaccination locations throughout Massachusetts, none of which are open to walk-ins. The vaccine is completely free. Both the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines require two doses several weeks apart, respectively, and it is believed that full immunity takes effect roughly six weeks after receiving the first dose. Each state throughout the U.S. is taking a different but similar approach to vaccine distribution. We now go back to Lexi Matthews with the top COVID stories of the week. Global drug maker Johnson & Johnson requested emergency use FDA authorization on Thursday for its COVID-19 vaccine, which could floor the gas pedal on the U.S.'s fight to end the virus. Unlike the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines currently immunizing Americans, this third variant would only need a single shot, not two, to be effective, should regulators approve the findings in the vaccine's trial. For now, though, it's a game of ready, set, wait for this potential shot. The FDA announced its experts would meet to discuss the Johnson & Johnson vaccine near the end of this month. The company maintains that its vaccine is 85% effective in preventing severe cases of the disease and 66% effective overall in preventing moderate to severe illnesses. Their global trial included parts of the world where more dangerous variants of the virus are spreading. Even there, the drug maker says their vaccine still works. By contrast, South Africa had to pull the AstraZeneca vaccine from public use on Sunday after scientists found it to be no match to a mutated version of the virus. A week ago, the country had received a million doses of this vaccine. And while South African scientists haven't ruled out resuming administering of the AstraZeneca vaccine at a later time, this first evidence of its minimal efficacy against COVID variants is a major setback for vaccine efforts. In South Africa, health workers will be taking the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, as its country's regulators consider clearing it for emergency use to its general population. The more contagious variant of the virus, first identified in South Africa, has also made its way to at least 31 other countries, including the United States. In the U.S., Texas Congressman Ron Wright died on Sunday as a result of contracting COVID-19. A Huffington Post running tally reports that 65 members of Congress have at some point tested positive for the virus, but Wright became the first sitting member of Congress to die from the disease. He contracted COVID on January 21st and had been diagnosed with lung cancer in 2019. He was 67 years old. Tom Brady's NFL team winning the Super Bowl was a similar sight for many. 
Also similar, unfortunately, were the celebrations that ensued in Tampa Bay and throughout the country. Scores of smartphone videos showed huge, mostly maskless crowds gathering well into the night. Top health officials warned that the thousands of fans who packed themselves around Florida's Raymond James Stadium may have caused a Super Bowl super spreader event. This, as Tampa Bay's mayor, Jane Castor, previously said the game itself would keep contagion to a minimum. Castor said she was, quote, overall happy with the compliance, stating that the majority of partygoers she saw were wearing masks. However, footage shared by many partygoers themselves would seem to throw a damper on that optimism. In Massachusetts, South Boston's Yankee Bus Company converted several of its coach buses into vaccine distribution sites in an effort to improve the state's slow vaccination rates. The company's mobile distribution center aims to vaccinate residents who are unable to leave their homes by bringing the vaccine directly to them. Each of the 1,500 converted buses have six separate vaccination stations stocked with onboard refrigeration and medical supplies. Yankee Bus hopes to expand its programs to soon be available nationwide. Finally, Boston University reported its first known coronavirus deaths of BU community members this week. BU Today announced the passing of two custodial staff members who had contracted the virus. Jose Ferreira, 63, and Hubert Lopez, 70, died in late January after falling ill from coronavirus. Boston University Health Services stated that there is no evidence of workplace exposure to the virus in either case. Ferreira and Lopez are remembered by their peers as hardworking, reliable, and meticulous. Vice Presidents of Campus Planning and Operations Mike Donovan called the two men, quote, the very definition of what it means to be an essential employee in facilities. That's your inoculation index for the week.